Great is thy faithfulness. It's true, I think, isn't it, that, that his faithfulness is actually what builds our faith? As we walk with him and he proves himself faithful again and again and again, our faith finally wakes up and gets it. <laughs> because he walked with us yesterday, we can trust him to walk with us in our tomorrows. And that's really the posture of faith. Um, The Lord wants me to share with you some moments of his faithfulness. I was with a group of ministers. Actually, it was the ministers that uh, are part of the, the unity service. We do those the last Sunday of each month. Different churches, different denominations coming together under one banner, and that's the hope for revival and our love for Jesus Christ. It's a wonderful fellowship. If you haven't been to one of those, it's really uh, quite electric, uh, quite real, and uh, We'll have a huge one this uh, coming Sunday at the end of this month. It'll actually be in our church. And uh, John Arnott, the pastor of the longest ongoing revival ever in history, will be here to minister to us in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. That's just weird unless God's setting it up. But God's proving himself faithful. I was talking to these pastors, and they said, I, I said, how's it going? Every one of them said, it's crazy right now. It's just crazy. And they talked about all these little things that are just coming up as uh, attacks and difficulties and frustrations. And, and, then, and then one of us asked, uh, well, God must be up to something then if it's stirring up the darkness like that. He said, and he said, so t- tell me what God's doing. And, you know, sometimes pastors don't want to talk about that. It sounds like we're bragging or something. But we've gotten to where we know each other one enough that we can be honest with each other. Richie said, well, you know, it was amazing. This last week in our church, there was this lady in her 80s that had all but lost her eyesight. And she asked us to pray for her eyes after the service. And several of us gathered around and we started praying for her. And the banners that were blurs across the room came into focus. And her sight was restored. Amen. This last week, we don't often express what the Bible calls words of knowledge, moments when God downloads something into our spirit that we feel like we need to share. And if you ever have that experience, sometimes when God gives you something like that, it may be something for you to share with someone particularly. When you get the word, then ask the who question. God, who is this for? But this last week in in service, Fabio during worship just felt compelled to share something with us. He came and he told me that he was going to share something. He wanted to, she just felt compared to share something. And I trusted him and said, sure. And, And then if you remember, he got it up here and started talking about prostitutes. And I thought, oh Lord, maybe that doesn't, maybe that doesn't translate in Portuguese the same way. I, I, I was hoping maybe something was, and, uh, uh, but, but strangely, as, 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 as nervous as that would have usually made me, as he spoke that word, I just felt a peace. I felt a rightness about it. As strange as it was, only God would have somebody say something like that, especially if you're the new youth director in a church. You know what I'm talking about? But this last week, I had a conversation with a woman who was sitting in our congregation that day. She said, Pastor, I'll, I'll only tell you this, and I'll not give you enough details for you to know who this was. It was 
shared, and I'll share it anonymously this morning, but she was sitting in our worship service and she was frustrated with God, thought God had kind of let her drop off his radar. His promises of faithfulness maybe weren't going to come through for her. And in that frustration, she had decided to pick up an old affair. She had called him up and plans were to come together. And she heard that word that morning. And she heard it as a word of God to her, and she called that gentleman and said, it's off. I can't do this. This isn't right. And she's turned her heart from frustration to God to trusting God again. Sometimes we share words of knowledge like that, and we don't know who it resonates with or if it resonates with anyone. And if we're the one that it doesn't resonate with, we may be sitting there thinking, the new youth director must be off his nut, you know. Uh, But God cares so much for us that he will seek us out through one another. And I hope as we prepare for revival and continue to call for revival, and maybe the service at the end of this month will be just a part of this, I pray that you'll begin to recognize and share with others the signs of God's faithfulness. Because as we know of those signs of His faithfulness, that builds our faith. And the more faith we have, the more room in in our hearts we have for revival. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, wanted the ripple effect of His sure presence to so be with us that he instituted this meal. He, he wanted his grace and our faith to have an encounter. He wanted it to be tangible. He wanted it to be real. And so from 2,000 years ago, the ripple effect of his presence and his presence here with us this morning is represented in this juice and in this bread. It's a point of contact for your faith. This morning, if you need something from God, If you need his forgiveness, if you need his strength, if you need his empowering, if you need his guidance and direction, this meal was prepared for you. Not this morning, but 2,000 years ago. But it's offered and served up today. Because today our hearts are hungry. And today he is still the bread that really satisfies. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus gave thanks to you, our Father. And he took the bread and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you. For you. For the forgiveness of sins. Lord God, we do this in remembrance of you, praying that your Holy Spirit would touch this bread and this juice. We ask for your very presence to be among us. It's that presence that we worship. It's that presence that we invite. It's that presence that we long to touch our lives even now. So come, Holy Spirit. What the Father intended 
and the Son established, may you extend to us in this very moment all that we need is found in you. Help us to find all that we need afresh this morning, we pray. Even as we pray as your Son taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.